0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're hear us in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business sports is and not as uh, simple you know as bringing a bunch of big names together i didn't want to do another stomp you out speech it opened so, up so many more doors the show is called the, the deal. deal listen to the deal listen to the deal on spotify
1: this is the daily tip presented by BetMGM. now here's chelsea messenger and michael jenkins Some breaking NFL news when it comes to scheduling. According to Jordan Jordan Schultz of The Score, the Chiefs will play the Lions to open the 2023 NFL season on Thursday night, a September the 7th date for these two teams squaring off. So what I'm taking away from this is the NFL loves the storyline of Mm
0: -hmm. the Detroit
1: Lions, and they're pushing them, pushing them, pushing them into the spotlight because I think a lot of people do like the lions and Dan Campbell and what they're doing uh, with the mentality of that franchise. But still, do you think this is the marquee matchup that we were hoping for to start the year for the chiefs?
0: Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe I'm just not on the lions train yet, but if I just said to you, like you just said to me, like, let's say you're in town, we're doing the show together. I was like, Hey, Chelsea, you in for Chiefs, Lions? You'd be like, eh, I don't know. Or maybe, maybe I'm speaking for you. I think the Lions are going to be very good. They were 8-2, and two, I believe, in their last 10 games last year. And so they finished the season very, very strong. I'm just not quite buying the hype yet because I feel like, and maybe it's because we've been doing this show, I feel like I've heard about how good the Lions are going to be for so long, and I'm not sold yet on a strong end of the season. I need to see it first. That's what I'm saying.
1: Right. If I'm the Kansas City Chiefs and I just won the Super Bowl, I'm thinking to myself, this is what you're giving us, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> you know, this is right. the opponent that you think is on our level. So I still think the Lions are maybe a year away, especially from like the postseason. I think regular season could be a good little mm-hmm. team. Like they're starting to accrue quite the, the roster of talent. I do like Dan Campbell. I think that the motivation's always there. But as far as the in-game adjustments, I don't know. We've seen him make some questionable decisions late in games or concerning timeouts. So I'm not sure if he's on the level of Andy Reid. But most coaches in the NFL are not. But are you somebody who lives and dies by every little bit of NFL news that we get? Or are you somebody who lives in the now? Because I think I subscribe to that camp. Because there are people who are already tweeting out the lines on some of these NFL games. And I think to myself... Uh, it's May the 11th. What are we doing here? Are you somebody who's going to bet on these games early?
0: No. I understand that the NFL controls the news cycle. And it's getting worse. Like, here's the thing. I like the NFL. I, I, I I love the NFL. Like, everyone else loves the NFL. The NFL is king. But the NFL, this is all purposeful, by the way. Like, they absolutely want to make sure that there's always something going on For us to talk about and people want to hear about it. So I don't mind talking about it. I'm just saying as far as getting excited about maybe betting on jets and dolphins on black Friday, or maybe betting on Bengals chiefs on new year's Eve. That is not something that I am concerned about on may the 11th. Do you know what I mean? As much as I love the NFL and it's great fodder and it's interesting, I'm not going to place a bet. Like think of all the things that could happen between now and December. Like, I'm going to – who knows? There could be a terrible injury. There could be a trait. Like, who knows what could happen. So, the last thing, if it's a futures bet, that's one thing. But a head-to-head matchup where I'm laying or grabbing points at this point in the season, why would I do that?
1: We already have a bunch of lines for some of these games, yeah. which is blowing my mind. Like, that uh, line on the Kansas City Lions game is the Chiefs laying seven at home for even money. <laughs> so, the Lions getting seven is just a minus 120. And then that one, that, uh, the other one you referenced, the the Chiefs mm-hmm. and Bengals New Year's Eve game, I think that one's going to be interesting. We've got the Chiefs laying three and a half. I think we know more of the pieces in that one just because at least we know the quarterbacks. But here's the yeah. thing, we don't. There is a chance that either of these quarterbacks could get injured. And I know some people are arguing, arguing well, you can get it now and like beat the closing line or whatever. Yeah, or you could be completely on the other end of the spectrum and somebody gets <laughs> right. hurt and you're caught with the worst number available. So I'm not going to come here and advocate taking some of these lines <laughs> this early in the season. I don't think it's a smart move. We talk about it on the show where you can bounce early and sometimes it is a smart move, but not this sure. early.
0: No, way too early. If you want to do it, good on you. Good for you. That's awesome that you want to put money down. I just, for me, if you're trying to win a game, like, are you, I would look at the baseball slate, look at the Stanley Cup playoffs, make a futures bet in the NFL, make a futures bet in college football. There's just so many ways, if you have to have some action, that you can bet as opposed to placing what I think is a risky bet. Like, who are you going to talk to about this? Dude, you're not going to believe it. Got the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs, Chelsea, laying only three and a half New Year's Eve taking on the Bengals. I'm so jacked for this game. It's only a few months away, but I feel like I can win my $10. I'm really excited.
1: (laughs) My $10. (laughs) Uh, Even though I say that and I'm looking at some of these lines and internally, I'm doing that thing where I'm already handicapping the games because I'm seeing this Jags and Falcons game where we have the Jags like four uh, at home against a Falcons team that I still don't believe in. This game's October 1st. And I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe I should put in a bet on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm already a believer. You got to stop me. Pull me back in.
0: Yes, you're getting sucked in. I like it. You're like, yeah, I wouldn't either. And as you're saying this, you're looking at your phone. I'm like, you're saying you're not doing it as you're doing it. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons.
1: But that's the thing. Like immediately my brain goes to that. So these sports books know exactly what they're doing because somebody is doing Mm -hmm. the exact same thing as me to where they see that little NFL tab and they're thinking, hmm, we'll just take a look-see at some of these games. And then all of a sudden you're in for seven bets before the calendar even turns to June. So don't do that. You're going to have a bunch of bets bets pending. And also that's a London game. I don't know. I...
0: Here's what you're going to do. You know what you're going to be doing before the end of this show? You're going to be saying things like, you know, Jinx, I think the refereeing in the NFL is better than ever, better than ever. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's been better. You're going to be, you're going to be a company gal. That's what you're going to be.
1: Company gal. Well, there's company a reason gal. I'm on a sports betting show because I like yeah. to sports bet. Uh, the problem is you kind of have to rein yourself in uh, looking at the odds for Super Bowl winner. It's the chiefs, Holding steady at plus six fifty, Eagles seven to one, Niners nine to one, and Bills nine to one as well as the Bengals. But let's look at the schedule as some people are already trying to find some angles to bet on these games. And you know you can base the strength of schedule based on what the opponents did uh, last season. And um, we see some of these teams that have some tough ones. Do you think this is a viable angle, or do you think that the teams change so much year to year that you shouldn't be looking at strength of schedule based on last season's results?
0: I think it's sort of team-specific. I I think a strength of schedule definitely matters. And Mm -hmm. I, I, I said it earlier this week when we were talking about, I think we were talking about the NFC South. I am, compared to the rest of the division, I like the Saints a lot. Now, I would not lay a buck sixty-five with the Saints here to make the postseason, but you can get the Saints, I think, to win the division at like minus one twenty-five. To me, that's a lot more like forget about making the playoffs because think about it, they go hand in hand. If you're gonna win the division, you're probably gonna make the playoffs. So why not just lay a dollar twenty-five to beat the Falcons and the Panthers and the Bucks? This is a terrible division. The Saints have the best quarterback easily now that they signed Derek Carr. So reduce the juice there, and I think you can play it differently.
1: Right. And just the takeaways from the article that I'm looking at that has like the, the hardest and most uh and easiest schedules. You look at the Eagles, their reward for being really good last year, getting a very difficult schedule. And we usually see this: teams that win the Super Bowl, teams that are very good they are put in these tough matchups because that's the games that people want to see. And also, they play in a tougher division than it used to be. No longer is it the NFC East, mm-hmm. It's the NFC East, it has a several good teams. So the Eagles have the quote-unquote toughest schedule. And then the Falcons have the easiest schedule, which is kind of what you were alluding to. They play in a very easy division. Although mm-hmm. we both think it's probably the Saints that come out of that, and it's the Saints that have the second easiest schedule in the nfl i think this pertains to nfl win totals for the regular season but i'm not so sure it makes as much of a difference when it's picking a super bowl winner because you still have to go through the postseason even if you play an easy schedule during the regular season Mm -hmm. like it doesn't make up for being a bad team
0: chelsea i just want to say that i'm blaming you because as you were talking and i was listening I was thinking, hey, I gotta place that future on the Saints I was just talking about. So here I was. See, this is what the NFL does to you. This is what you. It's like an old. It's like an old flame. You can't let go. You're like, this isn't good for me. I don't need to be with you. It's May. We've done this song and dance. Let's spend some time apart, okay? Let's 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 have some time to ourselves, and then maybe we come back together in the fall, and we can be together. And instead. I feel like I'm sending a late-night text. You up? What's going on? Miss you. I'm talking about the Saints and laying the juice, maybe the Eagles, even money to win the NFC East. This is what the NFL does, Chelsea. I was railing against it, and now I'm, like you, about to bet on it
1: our toxic trait as a show is telling everybody not to bet on the NFL in the month of May, <laughs> yes. but doing it secretly behind everybody's backs. And I guess it's not so secret when we're holding up our phones and you can see us on Twitch, just head to twitch.tv slash Beck I think it's different when it comes to futures though. Like I think futures, mm, maybe yes. there's some value to be had because those numbers will change. But as far as single game spreads go, that's not something I, I, I say I'm willing to bet on, even though I've already considered it. But don't you think those are more, you know, relevant to who is playing, who is hurt? Because, like, one game, a guy yeah. can be out. But as far as your future yes. goes, the the entirety of the season is still at play.
0: For sure. And it could be a short week. Again, you talk about injuries. But... The more stable bet is the futures bet because then you're taking a team clearly over the course of the season. And one, and we see it, even the best teams in the NFL, Chelsea, even the very best teams don't go undefeated during the regular season. Yes, there's always that one outlier, but even the best teams falter. They have disappointing performances. So why not take the futures bet where you're getting that consistent number based on the consistency of the team on which you're betting or, or even fading. But I'm like you. I have no interest in a single side at this point in the season.
1: I love how we're trying to justify our future bets, betting them in May. <laughs> um, yes, we might need an intervention. It's fine. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.